Hi, I'm Stacy Rasky from StacyRasky.com, and you're listening to the Social Media Talks podcast with Alan Hennessy from CompassMedia.ie. Welcome to Social Media Talks podcasts, brought to you by CompassMedia.ie. Hello and thank you for joining me. This is the Social Media Talks podcast brought to you by CompassMedia.ie, episode number 90. I'm your host, Alan Hennessy, and this is the podcast to help business owners who want to learn more about social media marketing. And if you'd like to listen to any of our previous podcasts, you can log on to our website at compassmedia.ie forward slash podcasts. You can also join our Facebook group by logging on to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash social media talks. And we're looking forward to today's show. Today I'm going to be joined by Stacey Rasky. And Stacey is a best-selling author, speaker, soulful success coach, strategist who helps high-performing women who have plateaued shift from intimidating to influential and authentic alpha women leaders, elevating their impact, income and legacy by leading and scaling with soul. She helps thousands of women ignite their soul and allows their light to shine by releasing their stories and doubts slowing their success. And working with Tracy, they have embraced their badass and fully own their power, finally allowing the success that they truly would deserve. And today we're going to be talking to uh, Stacy all about being authentic with your marketing. So without further ado, I think we will transition straight over to the interview with Stacy. Hi Stacy, how are you? Thanks for joining us today on the Social Media Talks podcast. It's a pleasure to have your company. How are you getting on? Oh, I am fantastic. Thank you so much. It's such an honor to join you. Brilliant stuff. And of course, today we're going to be talking all about being authentic with your marketing and uh, looking forward to this conversation because I think it's a it's very important part of marketing and it's a part that uh, we're going to uh, dig a little bit deeper into and I'm looking forward to it. But before we start, maybe you could give us a little bit of a brief background on yourself before we get stuck into our chosen topic today. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, brief. That's always that's always the key, right? Well, um, I am an Iraq War veteran, and I am an avid biker, motorcyclist version of biker, uh, but more importantly, soulful success coach and authenticity expert. So I really love helping the entrepreneurs and leaders that I work with connect to their real authentic self in order to grow their businesses authentically as well. Brilliant stuff, brilliant stuff. And uh, you know, uh, I'm, I'm intrigued to uh, find out more about this uh, biker, but all these bikes as well. If you if you follow uh, Stacey here online, you will actually see her. She has, uh, she's mad and it's, it's great to see. But uh, also then, also a, a, a vet as well, a veteran as well, fantastic. And, you know, thank you for that as once again. But um, today I think we're going to be talking, as I said, about authentic, uh, being authentic with uh, your marketing. And I think that's it's so important when we when we think about how we, I suppose, project ourselves online, but also through all aspects of our marketing, our businesses, and I suppose as well as, as, well as an individual. I think, you know, so what were your thoughts on this? 
Well, it, it really is amazing how much we learn throughout our lifetimes to wear, wear these social masks. We wear these masks of who we think we should be in order to avoid rejection and to ensure, you know, uh, people like us and and to fit the roles that we're taught to to play in our lives. And even getting into entrepreneurship, business ownership, leadership, there's so much of who we end up projecting of what we think that means as opposed to really who am I and really being clear on who that, who that is in order to lead and succeed with soul mm. instead of shoulds or really looking at leading and running our businesses based solely on the numbers. Mm. Because I've learned in not only in my military career, but in my entrepreneurship as well, that that's the byproduct, the, 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 the clients, the, the income, the numbers are the consequence of showing up in integrity, being authentic in my business, my messaging, my marketing, and really leading with soul and being of highest service. Yeah, I think that's very important. And I think it's it's something that people do forget because, you know, they're all the time trying to, as you say, project this image of who they are, what they do, how they can help and whatever. But a lot of people, you know, and especially with, I suppose, the power now of social media and every other format as well, that people can very, very quickly see whether someone is authentic or whether they're, you know, if they're being true to themselves, because there's nothing as bad. And I always say it is, is when you see someone online and they're all, oh, this is great and fantastic. And we all know that our lives, all of our lives are not like that day in, day out. But what we do is, is we try and put the best foot forward as, as, we, as, as, as what we are, I suppose, programmed to do. But I think it's about also understanding that you know, everyone has a bad day, but everyone also has a great days. And if you're real and you're, you know, true to people, they, I think they'll want you so much more. Oh, that is absolutely true. That was the key shift in my business and my brand as well, was really owning my story, mm. owning the parts of myself that I'd really kept locked away, uh, such as my inner rebel and really owning my alpha leadership qualities and bringing all of that to the forefront, bringing my biker lifestyle into my brand, like all the stuff that really made me me and everything completely catapulted because now it was massively connecting. It's memorable in it just really shifted how I was showing up in my business too, because it wasn't about curating. It was about connecting. Mm. I love that. I love, I, I love that. I really do. I love that a whole idea of connecting because I think that is important. And I like, it's, it's like, as even when I speak to clients and when I, I'm on training or whatever it may be, people will always say, Oh, Alan's always really personal, but he doesn't, run through everything real quick that I can't understand it. He understands that I am not as 
as as you know that I don't have as much of the skills that he has but he makes it so easy for me to understand so and that's not a me promoting me it's me saying I purposely made an, a conscious effort to make it that way because I looked at when I went to other training programs or whatever and it was just run through and they don't give people the time of day and I say but that's the most important part because that's what makes you different than the other person. And that is so true. It is. I mean, people come into my world on social media and I get complimented by them all the time that when they message me, that I that I actually respond and that it's me. And I'm like, hey, all right, so yay, what's going on? You know, that's I'm genuinely wanting to connect. Mm. I'm strategic about the people that I invite, for example, into my free Facebook group. But when they come in, I friend request them. I send them a private message, not to sell them anything, but to genuinely get to know, hey, what's going on? Mm. I curate my content based on what your needs are. You know, let me get to know you a little bit. And it creates those loyal fans. I recently had um, a, a woman, and she's she's really excited to begin working with me with my coaching. Um but she's not quite there yet due to just some personal stuff going on. And obviously all the things we've got going on in the world hmm. right now, you know, some pivoting happening. But she says she's like, not only am I a disciple of Stacy, <laughs> but I, I also love it. Do I love that. <laughs> she's like, I'm a disciple. I mean, we had a phone conversation, just, you know, a sales call. She's like, all right, you got me. I drank the Kool-Aid. I'm in. I'm hmm. like, okay. <laughs> but to connect with someone on such a deep level who is absolutely a soul client. Like she's so my ideal client and to know that I'm connecting with her on that deep level. She, she read my book. She's like, Oh my gosh, she's in my head, you know, to, to be able to build this relationship with someone before I ever have an opportunity to talk to them really is authentic marketing yeah and i think that's the key to it it is is because and the other side of that is is they get to know you and they get to trust you and you know i know there's the cliche of the no like and trust scenario and stuff like that and it is true but i think you have to have that connection because it's when you when when that when that person rings you up they know that they're not going to be oh here's another one of my clients they you they know that you care about them and they care about you so it's 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 the perfect scenario because what it is is it also brings them to the forefront of your thoughts but it also when they're talking to others that they are you know referring you because they know how good you are and they can stand over. And I think that's a huge part of, I suppose, life in itself, but also, I suppose, in the marketing aspect of that, that you are always promoting yourself as being authentic. But you're not actually having to put on something. You're not having to put on this mask. You're actually just saying, this is me. This is how I work. And I want you to work with me. And this is how we can move it forward. And I think that's that is a beautiful piece of, piece of advice for anybody. Thank you. Well, and, and the key there, though, is knowing who you are. Mm. And that's the missing piece for so many people is they're not giving themselves the time and the space to really deeply, truly get to know themselves. Because we wear the biggest mask with ourselves. 
Yeah. We avoid getting real and honest and with ourselves and really avoid feeling our feelings, acknowledging our thoughts, all the stuff that's going on internally, especially for the people that come into my world because I work with the high achievers, the high performers, you know, the type A personalities and definitely the alpha energy, especially the women, but even when I do the business corporate consulting and the, the keynote speaking and the leadership mentoring and things, you know, just really bringing in that energy and saying, Hey, own these parts of yourself, like the inner rebel mm. and allow that to help drive wise, authentic leadership. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we're so busy all the time, just hustling or what I call like the toxic hustle um, because it's actually an unhealthy coping mechanism to just avoid getting real with ourselves. Yeah. And I think that's the, that's the key is, is to stand back from it and look at yourself and be, you know, I suppose be comfortable in your own skin because if you're comfortable in your own skin, it's like everything. It ripples, it ripples out. It will create a ripple effect. Whereas if you are not, and you're put, you're constantly trying to put on some sort of face, you're never going to get it. It's, it reminds me of a story of um, I was, it was a couple of years I heard a couple of years ago I heard it, and it's um, there was a guy who was he actually I know this is it's, it's it's sort of a hypothetical story, but he talks about he talks about where this particular guy wasn't too happy with the way he looked. So what he done was is he used to wear a clown's mask because no one ever smiled at him. So what he used to do was wear this clown mask every day. And every day people would smile at him and he felt that gratitude and he, he was delighted. But it got to a stage where he couldn't take that mask off. And hence, and that's, that was his biggest problem because he couldn't be true to himself. So the idea there was that, you know, you don't have to wear a mask because you are who you are, not who everyone else is. Absolutely. And that there's so much value mm. in you being you. You are the expert of you, your life, your experience, your training, um, your mistakes, your lessons, your successes. Like you've got this beautifully crafted personal brand, mm. right? Because we've all had our unique and individual lives and every one of us can use that for this beautiful personal brand that really connects to your audience and really connects to your ideal client or what I call your soul client. But being a willing to own your truth and be your true self is really scary. That was the piece that shifted for me being willing to lean in and say, okay, I'm going to own my traumas. I'm going to own all of these different pieces of my story. The amazing successes that I've been taught not to celebrate, mm. um, the traumas and, and challenges that I've been taught to hide and avoid and just bring it all into this pool together to say, hey, this is all of who I am mm. and sharing that not from the place of, Hey, look at me. I'm a special snowflake, but Hey, look at me. Listen to this story that I'm sharing 
from a genuine, authentic place, not to tell you my story because it's about me, but I'm sharing my story to resonate with you because I'm really telling your story. Mm. And that's who I'm calling in are the people who've had these similar stories similar experiences that really resonate and it builds that relationship before I ever have an opportunity to talk to them because they know the real me because it's not the curated version. I talk about all the work that I've done in my life, in my business, and there's still mindset challenges. There's still new levels of growth. There's new levels of learning. I share the days that I'm like, yep, completely fell apart. Mm. But here's the lesson I learned. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's very important. I just as you say, here's the lesson I learned. Because as I, I've, I've al- I always say that is, is, you know, for every negative, there is a positive There has to be a positive out of it, no matter what you do or how you do it. So it's been able to express that, but also able to let people know that, yeah, I didn't have the greatest of days or I wasn't always this successful. I've had that part. And it's when you, especially if you're on stage and I know you do a lot of uh, keynotes as well, and I like that. And I think that's very important because I always will do it the same when I'm doing a keynote or any type of presentation is, is I will always start and say, here is what happened to me. And this is how I fix it or this is how I, I change it or this is how I adapted or I pivoted, whatever the word you want to use. Because then people resonate with you and they say, oh, well, if he can do it or she can do it, there's no reason why I can't do it. And I think that's a very important part. And and the mindfulness part is always one of the big things with me because I studied NLP and stuff like that. So I understand, but I always find that you have to have that level in your own head before you can have it anywhere else. Because if you understand that, then you're starting to, you'll, you'll be automatically, you'll say, right, okay, I know how to cope with this or I know how to deal with this or I know where I need to go with this because you've stood back from it and you've checked, you've talked about it in your own head before you do. They always say that we, you know, we create four movies and the four movies are one is in your head, the second one is in your mouth, the third one is, is in the other person's mouth and the fourth one is in their brain. So you see where the, the whole scenario of it works and I think that's it's it's key important here what we're talking about yeah oh definitely well and and it's interesting too because it goes back to it all starts with ourselves in order to be a successful leader or successful entrepreneur it starts with being a leader of yourself Mm. and if you're not willing to lean in and handle the tough stuff with yourself, i.e. the negative emotions, the sabotage, the uh, unhealthy habits or patterns that we may tend to engage in. So like for me, one of my go-tos is what I call prep purgatory, where we're always in this I place all of... The, I love all these little sayings. <laughs> yeah, toxic hustle, prep purgatory. <laughs> Um, but the, the prep purgatory where we're in that place of just busyness of always getting ready and it's, you know, it's, it's, let me work on my website or let me pull together my sales funnel. Let me work on creating copy and doing all this stuff, but we're still hiding. Mm. 
Hmm. You know, we're staying busy and you can end up burned out, but we're never doing the things to really, you know, generate revenue or actually show up. And this is a big one that I see a lot in the people that I work with and my clients and just kind of leadership in general where people are showing up, but still hiding and they don't even realize it. And so this can happen a lot with social media where we show up and we're delivering tons of content, but the real you is hiding behind it. And so a lot of why you're not connecting with your audience Mm. is because you're showing up, but you're still hiding. Yeah. So that can look like just delivering information or it can be being over salesy. It can be complicating things. Or another one where I see is delivering really great content, but never actually telling people what to do, not having a clear call to action, never actually sharing anything about your program or your offering or your service. (laughs) You're just giving away tons of content. And so again, it's just kind of lots of showing up. Mm. Yeah. And I think that's that's a, that is a point like where you would see a lot of people on social media where they say, oh, you know, I can help you with this and this is what we do. And this is how, and they they say, well, you know, I'm not here to sell. I'm just here to help you. And you're going, well, really, why are you online? Because at the end of the day, if you want to get people into your let's call it a sales funnel, if you want to get them into your sales funnel, well, why are you doing this? video to show them how to do you know a b or c when you know the whole objective is is that you really do want people to start working with you you do want them to trust you but you have to i think you always have to be i suppose not over salesy but letting people know that look i have a lot more to offer this is just a taste of it and I'm happy to work with you or even talk to you. And I always find it's the language that people use as well is another key important part. So like I would never get on social media and say, oh, no, you have to work with me. I'd say if you would like to, you know, talk about this in a little bit more detail, please get in contact with me because you're not actually telling people to do this. You're saying if you want to. So you put the you put the onus, I suppose, back on them to actually come to you, which is which is proper and the polite thing to do as much as as much as anything in real life we do it so why don't we do it online well and that's actually also using utilizing the energetics of it Mm. you know whether whether we're thinking about it like the balance of masculine and feminine energy so when you get into marketing right? We, you know, all the law of attraction people love to talk about that, but they're not necessarily using it. They're actually um, utilizing social media and they're marketing in a way where they're projecting more of a masculine energy, chasing clients rather than like, as you mentioned, offering the invitation, which is actually utilizing feminine energy, which is the attraction energy so that you're calling in the people you want to work with and allowing them to do the work, letting them, activating them to lean in to you and to your content and to your brand and to your message. So they're coming to you. And so it's important to utilize the energetics, but in order to utilize the energetics, that's always going to go back to that identity piece. How well do you know yourself? How well balanced are you internally in order to then bring that stuff to your business, to your brand, to your messaging, to your marketing? 
And I, I have to admit, I did that only, uh, I think it was early last year. I actually sat down and I went back and I done, I just said, right, I'm going to look at what I've done over the last number of years. And I'd say, I, t- I think I, I took two years. And I says, okay, well, what did you do? And I actually analysed it and looked at it and said, okay, there's something that you constantly were doing. You were constantly doing that. And then I went, okay, well, why? And asking that question and actually just sitting back from it and looking at it and taking an objective. And then I says, right, well, I'm going to change that the way I do that. And from the minute I started to do that, I seen a massive, massive increase in every aspect of business, every aspect of my life. Because I think it was a, it was a real case of taking stock and started standing back and saying, right, well, this is working okay, but it's not working to where I want it to be. So why isn't it working? And like that, it was going back and saying, okay, there's a certain amount of things that I was doing that were, I, I, in a sense, I even I was looking and going, mm, I wouldn't buy that because of that reason. So I think you have to do that. You have to constantly keep looking and seeing how can you better yourself, but also better what you're doing as well. Oh, absolutely. Evaluation is key, right? Mm. Like plan, do, review. And then that gives you that opportunity to tweak and adjust. So, you know, but it's, it, it's really interesting how often we are the biggest blockers to our own success, either by, you know, staying in that space of hiding or doing all this work to bring in clients, you know, where we're in that chasing mode or sales mode or hustle mode, um, or just not ever inviting people like all the different things. And so it's these internal walls and blocks that we have to actually allowing ourselves to be successful and have what we truly desire. And that authenticity piece is the shift, but from being intimidating And this is definitely in the space of like leadership, performance, um, or even just sales in general, where we come across in that intimidating energy and shifting to from intimidating to influential. Mm. You know, it's different to influence people to be better, influence people to work with you, influence people to, um, you know, and, and influence I also equate to inspire yeah. You know, we inspire people to say, wow, that's my person. I'm working with them, mm. you know, or to inspire them from the stage and say, hey, these, you know, I like you said, if I can do this, you can do this. Yeah. You know, yeah. big difference in that energy. And I think that's very, very true. You know, that inspiring is is a huge part of that. Because what it does is it also helps. It helps everyone because, you know, like when you hear, like I have often been talking to people and I'd say, oh, you really are an influencer in that field. And they'll go, oh, no, I'm not an influencer. I just do what I do. And I'm going, no, but you do. Because I think everyone in their own right is an influencer because we influence people every day. We influence our family, our friends, our business colleagues, whatever it is. We do that every day. We also inspire them. So like if you put up a live video and you are talking all about what we're talking about here today. Or if we were to put this out as a live video and people say, wow, isn't Stacy great? Isn't Alan great the way he just, that's 
inspiring other people to do as do as what we do. And I don't mean to replicate it, but I mean as in to look at how they can do this. And I think that's very important. I think that's very important when it comes to uh, marketing as much as anything else, because we see it every day and we, like I would follow certain people that I have my go-to people that I say, wow, I just think their content is brilliant. But I don't think that I can't do as good as them. I, it was someone said to, um, Ted Rubin said to us, uh, said to me very early on when I started these podcasts, I was saying that, you know, uh, I was a bit nervous speaking to him at the, because it was at the early stages and I knew Ted, but I actually said to him, I said, I'm a bit nervous. And he says, remember, Alan, it's me and you just having a chat. That's all it is. So it's two people having a chat. It's just so, it just, it's just something that we're doing differently that you can do this, but never feel that you're not that person. And I go, okay. And I've always remembered that because I just think it's so important. And it was a one piece of advice that I ta- have taken for every podcast interview I've done. Now, like that, I've interviewed a huge amount of people, but we all are just the same, but they do inspire you. And I think that's a very important part of what we, we have to think about as well. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's, it's interesting because when we go into that kind of trigger mode of feeling the discomfort, you know, generally that comes from the control issue, right, where we're focusing on things that are actually outside of our control. And that's kind of the difference, the shift between the intim- intimidating and the influential, because those of us, when we come across intimidating, there's this energy of trying to control things outside of ourselves that we don't actually have control over, right? If we're telling other people what to do, because there's a difference between influencing your family or influencing your team than intimidating them by trying to control them in some way. And, you know, that that is always going to go back to that authenticity piece. If we are not fully connected and to the truth of who we are internally, then we can feel a bit out of control inside. And so the flip side to that, and I speak from personal experience as a recovering control freak and perfectionist (laughs) and overachiever and (laughs) is that I was always trying to control all of these things outside of me. I don't know how my marriage has survived nearly (laughs) two decades. (laughs) I mean, the last five years have been good as I've gone through my, my recovery from my rock bottom moment to where I'm at now over the last five years is amazing. But before that, I was just crazy. But, um, it was the same thing in, in business and just all of the achievement and the success and the performance. Everything was always outside of myself. And so I was always chasing the next thing yeah. for validation for uh, something. And when we're in that cycle, that's not the best type of leadership. And so it comes across as inauthentic on social media in our marketing. And so Mm -hmm. it's that opportunity to step back and say, Oh, okay. Am I an achiever? Do I have some control issues? (laughs) You know, in terms of that personal evaluation, only from a place of curiosity, not judgment, but to just say, okay, if we can see some of these habits and, and attributes playing out, 
now the gift in that is you can start to dig in and identify, oh, okay, this is why my social media marketing is not working. Mm. Because if I take the step back and look, oh, okay, here's the internal things that are going on. And through all of these layers of my business, my messaging, my marketing, it's just being amplified. And so this is why I'm not connecting with the clients and I'm not getting the income goals. I'm not getting the numbers. I'm not getting the conversion. Yeah, because I think that's a lot of people worry about is, is they, they worry about the numbers. They worry about, you know, the people that are following. They worry about the, the income. And look, we all we all do. But I think if you focus on that, you will always be focusing on that and you're never going to get anywhere. Whereas if you focus on what it is that you're trying to achieve instead of worrying about, oh, where is my next paycheck going to come from? Or where is my next, you know, why haven't I got 10,000 followers when this person has 50,000? Like, if you keep thinking that way, I think at the end of the day is, is that will follow because people will see the benefit in you. They'll see the goodness in you. They'll see what you do. And I'm not just talking about individuals. I'm talking about businesses because businesses don't do this. And this is a big, big thing where they just say, okay, we're the the business and that's what we do. And we don't have any faces in this business. We're just, if you want to talk to us, you ring this number instead of saying, why not talk to Alan? Why not talk to Stacey? Why not, you know, then you start to connect with that business and you start to do And I only had a conversation with, uh, I think it was someone else on the podcast a couple of weeks back where I was saying that I actually rang a particular company and I got a, a number. I got, we're a big international company to, for help with uh, computers. Let's just say it that way. I'm not going to mention any names, but like that. And I got this guy on the phone. And he says, look, if you have any problems, here's my direct number. And I went, okay. Same thing happened about three weeks after, and I ran back straight on. Yeah, no problem, Alan. I know, but it was that connection that made me go, "Well, I have will promote this company because of that." And I think that's so important that businesses stop becoming faceless. They be, they need to be more social. They need to be more connected to their customers. And I think that, as you say, is is if you can understand. If the person or whoever's dealing with this can understand who they are and understand the benefits and the influence and the inspiration that they bring to the party, it has to work. It's 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 just gold. It's solid gold. It it truly is. It is about relationships. Everyone mm. wants relationships and and truly that connection and understanding that even all the elements behind the scenes are all relationships. So in order for my my business and my brand to connect with my sole client, my ideal client, and build that relationship, I have to have a good relationship with myself. I have to have a good relationship with my business. Again, that's another relationship. And it's so easy, again, for those of us who feel challenged with relationships, and, and that was my story, was a lot of hiding hurt, trauma, shame, guilt, pain. So I'm massively walled off. And so nurturing those relationships was really something that I didn't, I wasn't even aware of in my business. And so 
all these things I was doing early on in the first few years were all shoulds, you know, like, well, I should have a sales funnel and I should be doing content like this and I should be doing stuff, but that's the disconnect and why it was inauthentic and why it was not connecting with my ideal clients, why I was not able to charge high end prices at the beginning. Um, and again, a lot of what I was saying with the showing up and still hiding, I was hiding behind the numbers and a lot of, I see a lot of solopreneurs and a variety of businesses, what you just said, just only tracking the numbers. But in that same sense, being afraid to really call out who I am for, like who is this client that I want to call in, being really specific in who I'm for, but also being willing to talk about who you are not for right? Because that's going to go back to the mask and the fear of rejection and, you know, people pleasing and all of those uh, things that we have this tendency to default to, even in our business and in our social media marketing, we don't even realize it, that we're so afraid of saying who I'm not for, you know, out of scarcity or, or all the different yeah. uh, limiting beliefs that we have that, uh, you know, it just, we're not, and, you know, I don't want to just say niching, but just being clear in our messaging, who I am for and who I'm not for, mm. as as opposed to just chasing numbers. Yeah. And I think that's, that's a, that's key. That is key because I remember even when, like, when I started out the business, when we started the business first and I had a number of clients, I said, this is great. And we were doing everything. And then suddenly one or two of them dropped off and I'm going, Okay, what am I doing wrong? And I was devastated. And when I say I was devastated, I said, oh, I lost the client. But it's over time that you go, look, this is the way business works. It is the way, you know, this happens. It, you're not going to have, unless you're very extremely lucky, where you have clients for 50 years, but you don't, you know. But I think at the same token, it's about not beating yourself up because, oh, that client has moved on. It's saying that, okay, it only happened a couple of months back one of us one of our clients and we says okay right that's fair enough we can't do anything now we did go through the procedures of you know seeing how what, what else we could do or why and they just actually says look we're actually selling the business and we're moving on and i went okay and he says there's nothing that you has done and we says oh great okay so no problem so it's about understanding that as well, because there is then parts of business where people will move on or they will see some opportunities. So you have to remember that. And that's where I would be very real in saying that. But it's also as well, when we look at, say, the types of social media marketing, and I've done huge amount of research on this, where we're talking about, you know, how people react online, how they actually engage with people online, how they build them relationships. And I'm... So, so um, nearly all of the courses I will always say to people is, is, are you connecting with the people that you are, that you're reaching out to? And they go, oh yeah, well I have, so say for instance, if they're on LinkedIn, they say, oh yeah, well I have two and a half thousand connections or whatever it may be. And I say, have you actually even talked to any of them in the last six months? Oh no, they're just my connections. And I said, but that's not a connection. That's an associate. Do you know, so the idea being is, is that if they put up something online, make sure to comment on it, even if it's a thanks or, a, you know, great article or whatever it is. But don't do this sticking your thumb up and putting that thumbs up emoji because it's just it's the height of rudeness because you wouldn't do it. And, you know, as a face to face, I wouldn't sit here and just every time you said something great, I just take a thumb up because you'd be soon annoyed with it. So I'm saying is, is just answer 
that question or say thank you or whatever it may be. And I will always do that, especially with my social. And I know you do it a lot as well. Is is actually making that connection and saying thank you or making that comment because that's building them relationships and making them a lot stronger than what others would do. Yeah, absolutely. And and being very genuine with it. Mm. You know, I, the, that frustrates me so much when people, they, they friend request you or, you know, they, they connection request you or whatever the case is based on the platform. And immediately then they message you trying to sell you something. Yeah. And I'm like, really? Could you at least have engaged in a little bit of foreplay to nurture the relationship and at least, you know, make it seem like you were trying to get to know me before? Yeah, pushing your product or service down my throat. But uh, and I, yeah, it's like as I always say, like it's if if I go to a networking meeting, I'm not going to go to a networking meeting with a contract in my hand. You know, so when I get introduced, you oh here sign this contract. You're not going to do it. You're going to go go away. Leave me alone. They're going to walk away. So why do you do it online? Because you shouldn't be doing it online. Because you need, as you say, to nurture that relationship as, you know, <laughs> I like that word, foreplay. <laughs> a little bit. Of, and it is, but, but, but it, it actually is. It goes is. back to the relationship. Yeah, it's it goes back. Yeah, it is. And I think that's, that. they are key points that, you know, that I think people need to take into consideration is, is that you don't just go in. It's the same, like, for years, everyone would go on social media and they'd say, oh, buy this, buy that. And said, whereas now, People and customers and followers or whatever they may be, they're not putting up with that anymore. They won't. They don't want to know that. They want to know how are you going to add value to their life, and that's the key to it. Is is how do you add value to their life, not to anyone else's, to their life? So you have to come up with that marketing strategy and that understanding of how can I do this? How can I help that person? Well, and before you even get into the strategy, you've got to intimately know the value piece. What is the value? And then I, and I, I just was a, I have a pop-up group, you know, this power pivot pop-up group right now, helping these amazing women entrepreneurs, uh, you know, pivot slightly in the current situation. And as we go through pivoting the offer, uh, pivoting who their sole client is and really digging deeper. And this is a key, key element is we go into the strategy without doing the inner work and the planning and the research first. You know, we just think, oh, that sounds like a great idea. And so many people build their businesses backwards. They build their marketing strategies backwards. Everything's off of what they think will sell, what they think will make money rather than getting to know themselves very intimately on, hey, what's aligned for me? What truly lights me up? And I I speak from experience because my first three years in business, I was a health coach and I love coaching. I knew it was my calling. It was a perfect fit, but doing it as a health coach was not the right fit for me. It was just a should because it was based on, I lost a hundred pounds. So it's a really dramatic before and after photo. So guess what? It's an easy sell. Yeah. So all the wrong reasons to go into business (laughs) as an easy sell. Because guess what? Once I got into it, it was not an easy sell because it was not in alignment with the truth of who I am. It was not me being truly authentic. 
Now, granted, I learned a lot of lessons and it helped pave the way to me finding what lights truly lights me up. So I still had to go in because, right, we think we need to be in alignment and have clarity in order to take action. But obviously action leads to clarity and mm. alignment. So we've got to be willing to do both. Yeah. And so at least I jumped into the pool, you know, the ocean of entrepreneurship to learn those lessons. And that was the next evolution of my business and was what's this next level of getting to know myself, my truth and authenticity and, and bringing that into my business. And then taking that time to really get intimately aware of who that client is that I want to talk to. What are their real pain points and problems? How is that affecting their life, their business, their mindset? What have they done before that hasn't worked? What do they truly want in their life, their business, their mindset, their health, whatever industry you serve, what do they really want? And then what's the benefit beyond that desire? Mm. Like who will that allow them to be, do and have on the other side of it? Like, yeah, of course, if you work with business owners, you know, yeah, they want more money. But what is the, what is beyond that? Yeah. You know, we've got to get dig into those layers and then understanding how you, if you're a service provider or uh, your products or whatever your offer is, how is that the bridge from where they are to where they want to go and really being clear on how that happens, why you're different, Mm. why you're able to get them there when all these other things have not and allowing that to drive your messaging and your marketing because that's when they know, hey, you're in their head. That's when they lean in because it's not about the numbers. If you know that one person that you're, you want to talk to intimately and they see that you get them, they're the ones that lean in. But you've got to be willing to do that stuff before you start thinking about your strategy Because if you run Facebook ads and you don't know who you're talking to, it's not going to land. So you've got to do that prep work, that planning work to know who it is that you want to talk to before you ever lean into your social media marketing strategy. Mm. And I think that's that's very true. And I think, you know, that like that, it will attract others that are in the same thing. And it's, it's like that happens. It does happen. I've seen it happen before where people, you know, once you know what it is and you know the people that you want to attract and stop messing with the people that are you that are just on the sidelines because the ones on the sidelines they're they're always going to be on the sidelines they're always going to be oh can you help me or whatever whereas the other ones will actually lean in and they will talk to you and they will you will then start to see an attraction of others coming through that door as well because they they know where you are you know and i think you know i think that's that's the key to it here as well Well, and as those people lean in, like I mentioned earlier, you know, being willing to identify who you are not for. Mm. I mean, the more clarity that I get, you know, as you, as you shared the story of losing the client, people that I worked with, uh, you know, a few years ago that I definitely would not work with now just because of my own personal evolution. And as my business has evolved, I've gotten more and more clear on who I am, what I'm about, what I do, who I serve, 
how I serve them and just becoming more and more and more targeted in who that is as I grow and evolve. And so some of my clients along the way, I, I have one right now that she's kind of graduating out and you know, we were in alignment for a while. We worked together for about a year and now we're at the place that it's just naturally time to part ways, mm -hmm. you know, because I am rapidly going in one direction and she's at a place now where she's pivoting in her life and her business that, and that's okay. Mm, you know, I being willing to, to, to have those people just fall away. You know, I mean, the more clear I am in my messaging, the more I get unsubscribes on my e email list. Yeah. But I'm also getting new subscribes, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's the that's that 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 is it, because I think yeah, you will you will see that because, um, you know, people move around and and it's all about as well. It's 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 your energy as well that happens because it sucks the energy out of you if you're just constantly constantly trying to help the people that are not that that are not aligned with you, because once you that once you let them go. You just have so much more energy, but you've also so much more focus because you don't have to be worrying what's happening here on the left-hand side and on the right-hand side when you're actually just focusing straight down the middle and saying, this is where I want to be, this is what I want to do, and this is how I'm going to do it. And I think that is the, the key here to being authentic. And, you know, I think that's really... Um, yeah, like I could sit here and talk about this all day because I just... I find it fascinating and I do enjoy talking about this because I think it's it's so important as much as anything else for especially for for business owners and for individuals and for just more so for people who are even starting out in business or you know developing a business and just in their own personal life I think it's so important it, it truly is and and really wanting to work with people who are empowered they are empowering themselves to say, hey, I want to work with you. I want to invest in your products or services versus, as you said, right, like the people who are not that just drain you, you know, that you can end up kind of resenting that yeah. time or, or really just not enjoying that. And it does. It drains you. But the part of that as well is as being that empowered leader. You know, because as a, as a business as an owner, as an entrepreneur, you're a leader, regardless of being a, a business of just you or a, a team of 100 or 1,000. I mean, you're still a leader and showing up empowered because you're very clear on who you are. And that's the difference between um, being real and raw and authentic and vulnerability. I feel like the when we get into so many of us talking about being authentic online, we automatically default to its vulnerability. And a lot of times we associate vulnerability as being in a state of disempowerment or being weak or somehow... Um, or failing. It just has this, yeah. yes, some sort of a negative association. So I, I really remove vulnerability from even being involved in this authenticity piece. Mm -hmm. I just say we're being real, we're being raw, we're being authentic, you know, because uh, even for myself as someone who hid so much of my real self my entire life, the idea of vulnerability was somehow weakness and, um, 
you know, uh, that it triggered the fear of rejection, which the fear of rejection is real because we've experienced it. <laughs> it's not coming out of nowhere, but to really look at it, say, I want to work with people who are empowered, or I want to work with clients that are a mirror reflection of me. So if I'm showing up in the energy of empowerment and respect and balance and self-management, even if I'm helping people learn how to do those things. You know, I want people who are ready to put in the work. They want to be better. They want their business to be better, whatever it is like that. We are leading by example. Brilliant, brilliant stuff. As I said, I could sit here, talk about this all day, way over time. But you know what? It was so worth it. It was so worth it. And before we go and before we finish up, I always ask my guests one simple question. And it's not related to the podcast. And it's more of a personal to find out more about the person on the on the actual podcast. And the question I pose to you, Stacey, is, is if you had the chance um, to invite someone to dinner, whether it be past or present, who would it be and why? Oh, I'm so glad you asked this question. It would be the stunning Hedy Lamar. Oh. Hedy Lamar, not only to be absolutely gorgeous and voted the most beautiful woman in the world and be such a beauty icon and a talent with her acting and just her grace. But at the same time, she was so brilliant as an inventor. I mean, her role in the shape of modern airplane wings in, uh, what is it, spread spectrum as that goes into mm. cellular phone communications, Wi-Fi. I mean, she's literally like the mother of our modern communication. And most people don't even know who she is. I mean, she would be on movie sets and then have uh, little inventions workspaces in her trailer. So to be so such a, a great balance of creativity and art and beauty and brains and logic and, and mathematics and engineering. And she wasn't even trained in terms of education, she was just truly beautiful and brilliant. Brilliant. I actually didn't know half of that about her. I always thought <gasps> she was just an actress. So, yes, that's very interesting. I must, I'll have to go and do a little bit more research and have a look at that more in more detail. Amazing. Amazing. How can people reach out to you, Stacey, if they want to get in contact with you? The best place to find me is at stacyraski.com or you can find me on Facebook at or Instagram as well at stacy.raski. Brilliant stuff. It has been an absolute pleasure sitting and talking with you today and uh, I will no doubtedly will be back. You will have to be back up on the podcast very soon because I think we have so much more to talk about. So uh, Stacey, thanks so much for coming on the podcast and continued success and we shall talk to you soon. Thank you so much for having me as a guest on your podcast. It has been such an honour to join you. Hey, thanks for joining us today on the Social Media Talks podcast and hopefully you learned some great information and also insights from our guests today. 
And if you'd like to listen to any of our previous podcasts, you can log on to our website at compassmedia.ie forward slash podcasts. And all of our podcasts are available on all the usual podcast providers. And we would be delighted if you would leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, as we're always thrilled to receive your feedback on any of the programs. You can also subscribe to the podcast there so you never miss an episode as well. And if you'd like the show notes for this episode or for any of the previous episodes, please log on to our website at compassmedia.ie forward slash show notes. And if you'd like to be a guest on the podcast, please do get in contact with us. All you have to do is email us at smtalks at compassmedia.ie. And if you'd like to find out more about the services that Compass Media provide, from social media marketing and training to podcast services, please visit our website for more details. You can also reach out and connect with me across all of the social networks, including Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, and I will personally answer every one of your requests. That's about all for today. I've been Alan Hennessy from Compass Media for the Social Media Talks podcast. And we look forward to talking to you next week. And as I always say, be social. So until next week at the same time, bye-bye. Social Media Talks podcast is a production from compassmedia.ie. The Social Media Talks podcast is sponsored by Content Cal. For more information, visit their website at contentcal.io. We would also like to remind you the Social Media Talks podcast is proudly supported by charityradio.ie.